Boom, 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 boom. New episode, Chima Chat's Foot. Incredible, um, an incredible day of football for a bunch of reasons, but really just great to see Liverpool run out 3-0 winners against Leeds United. Um, I definitely thought that I want to talk about football today, people. You know, there's been a lot going on in the world of football. Um, first of all, shout out to everybody who's locked in, who's tuning in from Ghana, from South Africa, from Brazil, from Germany, from the United States, from New York, um, from Florida. I'm trying to picture all the cool people that I've met, but I met a lot of people on my travels. I just came back from um, an event in Brooklyn, New York, and... It was great as usual. So let's get into it, people. I hope all of you have been good, safe, productive, healthy, energized. All right. So I thought that this game was going to be a very, very tricky contest just due to the fact that, you know, everybody kind of rates Bielsa as his football godfather of this like uh, high pressing, high energy, uh, everyone kind of just go crazy and run the whole game type of football, which in fairness, you know, that has been his claim to fame and he has been fairly successful. That and the fact that he can squat um, an entire game is also very, very impressive. Um, But I was worried about just Calvin Phillips, uh, Patrick Bamford, I think is an underrated striker. Um, Of course, Rafinha, who Liverpool have been linked with, Stuart Dallas, there's a lot of good players. Um, uh, one more quick note. Shout out to um, the good people that I met from Leeds the last time I was in uh, Europe traveling. Um, I met some good people from Leeds and uh, she wanted to shout them out as well. Um, so getting into the game, um, I felt that Harvey Elliott starting in the midfield again was great. You know, we'll, we'll, we'll do the three. We'll do midfield, defense and then attack. So I, I felt like Harvey Elliott starting again was solid. Um, I thought that maybe against Chelsea, it would have been a good match to, I don't know, just um, sit him, you know, or put some a more, a more experienced player on. But all in all, I felt like he justified his selection. I think that he played well. He played really neatly. Um, he tucked in right on that, um, I believe it's the right-hand side, him and uh, Mo Salah are forming a bit of an understanding with one another, which I really, which you love to see. Um, he was also really able to just be just be dangerous, receive the ball, uh, you know, protect the ball, find the right pass. You know what I mean? He's just really able to um, affect play, you know, and um, I thought he played well. I'll obviously get to um, the unfortunate, really, really tragic event that happened concerning Harvey Elliott in a bit, but moving on to Fabinho. Uh, Fabinho obviously chips in with the goal, and I I always say Fabinho is the type of player, if you remember when he first got to Liverpool, Fabinho needs a couple of days to, or or excuse me, a couple of games, maybe a week or two, to warm back up to the pace of the Premier League. Oftentimes when you see Fabinho when he's very, um, on his initial game for a squad, you know, or his initial game after a little while in the squad, after a couple weeks, after a couple months, he just doesn't, he just doesn't look the same. You know, he's a bit off the pace. Um, You might see him pick up an extra yellow card or two, but, um, which he did this game, but I I thought that he was immense. I thought that he was sharp. I thought that he was breaking up play. Um, He was always kind of that nuisance that your team needs to maybe put a body on the 
um, the defenders of the other team or cut off a pass. Um, he obviously chips in with the goal, which was awesome. But, you know, we're not <laughs> he, he, he did score that screamer against Man City, you know, and he's chipped in with a couple of goals every now and then. But it's always great when your number six holding midfielder can chip in with some goals because you're not buying him for that most of the time. Um, Tiago, I, I think that, of course, on Twitter, you know, um, football Twitter, which obviously I think at this point you all know that I am fully immersed in for better or worse. Um, it has its good parts. You know, it's, it's not all uh, it's not all things that are annoying and distasteful. But anyways, it was all uh, Tiago has the most thumbs up in the league <laughs> recorded. You know what I mean? The best idea balls recorded. You know what I mean? In other words, saying that he just looks like he's a busy player, but he's not doing much. And in fairness, he had an up and down start to the campaign. But Tiago might be another example of a player that it takes a little while for him to get warmed up into what's going on because he 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 also seems sharp. Obviously, he provides the assist, and he was just generally um, he was maybe the pass before the pass, before, you know, that led to the goal. So he was always involved, and he was always um, he was always just controlled and measured and aggressive when he needed to be, you know. Um, so that 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 was really awesome. Um, tragic, tragic injury to Harvey Elliott, just as he was, he was even receiving a pass from Mo Salah, and I believe they were going on an interchange, and of course, just a pretty, I don't know, I, I saw the tackle, and it didn't look good in, in real time, but um, you saw everyone's reaction immediately, Mo Salah is saying, hey, listen, you need to get a medic over here now, um, this is a, a problem, and I'm just thinking, like, what what type of tackle it was it was a combination of a tackle from behind leg planting i don't i don't i think that you know in in a perfect world harvey kind of um i just know from my days of playing football and being an athlete you always want to keep your legs moving it's when your legs get static planted somewhere that your knee or ankle often goes in an unnatural direction and i think that maybe if he would have just given um, and this is nitpicking to the core right this is almost just impossible to think that 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 challenge result in that tackle but um his leg obviously got stuck underneath the weight was planted and we all saw what happened so really really just a tragic um a tragic end of what i'm sure is his season um one of the most promising youngsters one of the most just dynamic fear he's just a fearless player you know, and, and he was always ready to stand up and be counted. So, you know, really, really sad for Harvey Elliott. But listen, this is the year where we figure out whether Oxlade Chamberlain is going to be a Liverpool player. I have I have serious doubts, not because I don't like the player and his talent. I believe that he doesn't offer it consistently enough. And his health record is just it's one of, you know, it's not the best. I'm looking at Nabby and saying, listen, Nabby, this is your chance to get in here. This is your chance to, to lock down that midfield role, which I, I honestly would have liked to see him against Chelsea. I think that he, that game would have suited him more. But all in all, um, quickly to the defense, um, Trent was his usual self. Obviously, he provides the excellent assist for uh, Mo's 100th Premier League goal, the sixth fastest to reach that in Premier League history. So how how is that? 
you know, how incredible, how incredible is that? Um, but anyways, I thought that the center back pairing, uh, Virgil and Joel were cool, composed. They did what they had to do. They dealt with a couple of sticky situations uh, well. Um, the whole back line was just assured and another clean sheet for Allison and the boys. That's incredible. You know, I, there's nothing more satisfying than a win with a clean sheet. You feel like you did everything that you were supposed to do and you defended excellently. So um, the, 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 the back line was incredible. Um, obviously, Robertson is getting back into top form after being out for a while as well. So um, Jordan Henderson ended up replacing Harvey Elliott, getting the captain's armband from Virgil van Dyke. Um, and he was he was he was I have to give a quick note. He was good as well. Um, he was key to the buildup in one of the goals. And, in, you know, his his long his long passing is always an underrated aspect of his game. But he's he's quite good at it. And especially that kind of uh, flat clip ball. If you, if you need that played, he can supply that very, very well for you. So um, great. They started with Diogo Jota up front, and I thought that he was good. I thought that he was busy. Um, I don't think that this was necessarily his best game. Obviously, he didn't score or assist, which is rare for him. But um, it was great to see Mosala get his 100th goal. Just to just to, to touch on that, I think that we're witnessing a generational talent. And I get it. You know, he's, you know, he's not a uh, market-friendly superstar in, in certain ways due to the fact that where he's from and the language that he speaks, you know, maybe he's not the most easy to market uh, person to Sony or to some Western um, or American or European minded audiences. But Mo Salah is a iconic figure in all of the Arab speaking world um, and just an absolute icon to say you're probably the greatest uh what what would be described as the greatest arab player ever he's he's already that and we have to start looking at him as one of the greatest premier league players ever you know at the end of the day it was one season wonder two season wonder three seat you know we're, we're seeing him constantly get goals we're seeing him he was sharp today he looks like he's in the mood and that's and that's exactly what you want um i think i thought that he had to be especially for uh, for Sadio Mane to just kind of be a bit of that, I'm going to just pretend to be Sadio Mane, where I, I, I charge into the defender and then try and buy a foul, or I go over too easily or theatrically, and I can't hold the ball up. It just wasn't great from him. And you could see he was trying. You could see that he was trying to figure out, all right, man, I need to score. I'm in positions. But it was always a touch too slow, or whenever... He would enter the box. It, it just it just felt unnatural. And there were many times where he just couldn't apply that final pass or shot. So he'd have, he had about four shots blocked in this game. But the thing about Sadio is he's going to keep punching. He's going to keep punching. And he was supplied an excellent ball uh, from Tiago, kind of this uh, squared pass that he ended up doing his classic Sadio touch-turn shot. Except this time, you know, rolled right into the bottom right-hand corner. It was actually whacked pretty good. Um, I'm actually quite happy for him. You could see the relief on his face when he scored that goal. You could literally see this guy like, oh, my goodness, thank you. That's, that's what all strikers love. That's what they care about the most is scoring goals. Um, so 3-0, um, very comprehensive performance. And you just need to put these performances away. Ellen Road is not an easy place to play. 
you know, the, the, the Leeds faithful care about their football and they're, they're always thinking that they can win any game on any given day. So at, at this point, I think that we need to just keep pushing and, and, and keep getting the points. Um, I'm, I'm quickly a whip around the league. I'm, I'm watching the highlights of Chelsea versus Aston Villa. And this guy, Lukaku, is like a superhero reborn to these people, right? We all know that we, we, this is a non-Chelsea channel. We don't like Chelsea. We don't like them. But man, I'm looking at them. And we're going to chat about another big-time player coming back to a former club. I'll leave it there. You can probably figure that out. But just watching the way that Lukaku is absolutely terrorizing these defenders. I mean, this is the 90, it's this, he scored their third goal in the 94th minute. You know what I mean? He's absolutely enjoying just, just absolutely just crushing people. And you know what? Not many people are able to stop him when he's in this type of mood. All of these Chelsea fans, I'm, I'm literally looking at them just with such pride and joy and delight in their faces. Chelsea is a problem this year. They get a th- we win 3-0, they win 3-0. You know, like they're a problem this year. They say, listen, they spent 200 million pounds and, you know, they won the Champions League. And then they won to spend another, they sold well. I don't want to be a hater, a complete hater, but they sold um Upwards of, I think, over 100 million. And I'll be conservative because I'm not sure, but they sold very well. But Chelsea's a problem. They're confident. They're rolling through the league. And they honestly feel like they believe that they can challenge for this title, which is not far fetched at all. And, I, and at the end of the day, they are the current, and it pains me to say, they're the current champions of Europe. So we got to give Chelsea some credit, man. Okay. Um, Tottenham, of course, taking a big fat L. Uh, to Crystal Palace. Crystal Palace, I kind of just have always kind of liked them. There's, there, there's some, they're, they're, like a, they're like a very South London club. I mean, they are almost a, the quintessential uh, South London club. Small, tight-knit group of fans, but very passionate, very loud, very, very unique. Um, and I've always just cared. You know, I've always felt that they were pretty cool. Um, I don't know. I think that for Tottenham, their whole, you know, we're top of the league, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's kind of disappointing to see them lose this game. Um, at the end of the day, if they're serious about actually making this thing work and keeping Harry Kane, you know, past this year, because he's probably going to want to leave again next year, they have to actually do something to invest in the squad. Oliver Skip, Harry Winks, even though Jeffett Tanganga has been pretty good, they're starting someone named Royal on the right back spot. I don't even know who that is. You know, Oliver Skip, is he from the academy, I believe? So the, the squad definitely needs a refresh. But, um, yeah, shout out to them. Hold that L Tottenham. Disappointing. We got to talk about Cristiano Ronaldo. We got to do it. And here's the thing. I am in no way, shape, or form a lover of anything related to Manchester United. This is a Liverpool channel. If there's one team that I constantly want to lose as many games as possible... Is Manchester United. And you know what? They would say the same thing about us. So we're looking at this guy, Cristiano Ronaldo, back on the pitch. And I'm like, man, this guy is like, he just knows how to score goals. It's almost like, and I'm having this debate in my mind. I was always a messy guy. Ronaldo's ego kind of, you know, turned me off to the guy. I was like, oh, this guy's freaking annoying, man, you know. But 
the older I get, the more I just have to appreciate that this this iconic, this is a legendary figure, is able to come back to the Premier League. And at the end of the day, if Messi would have come to the Premier League and let everyone see what he could do, that would have been, you know, used to help his case. But here's Ronaldo in the Premier League at age 36. And he scores the goal and just his face, it was almost like Peter Drury's like, it had to be him. Who else? It had to be, you know, he scores another one. And I'm like this, I'm happy. I'm just happy for football because I was thinking about as I was going to record this, those rumors that going to Manchester United, I don't believe that they were false. There was legs to that. After all, man, he's a businessman and he's been making a lot of money for a long time. So you have to be concerned about the financial benefit of your decision at this level, obviously. But I was thinking about what a slap in the face it would be for United for their biggest, one of their biggest ever legends, arguably their biggest ever legend in the, in the commercial era. United have had, a, have had a lot. Maybe Ronaldo Beckham. He's going to play for City. It was just a, it was a laughable thought. And I was like, man, the little bit of hope that I had in football, man, is it's, it's, it's going to die with this. This is this is terrible, you know. But as I'm looking at the way that the stadium was reacting, I said, the Man United are a problem now. You're looking at Varane. You're looking at Sancho. You're looking at Bruno Fernandez, Ronaldo, Pogba, Mason Greenwood, who scores almost every other game. United are a serious outfit. Because they went four years trophyless. And I mean, I'll be honest, he's helping them remember their heritage, their DNA. Why does Liverpool play well in Europe? Because that's what is in our DNA. That's what we've been doing since the 60s. We play well in Europe. We understand it. Do you know why City can't win in Europe? Because they don't have any European DNA. They don't have any heritage. You can buy a Premier League, unfortunately. But the Champions League, every time... (laughs) Finals, quarterfinals. I remember they lost to Leon one year. Like every time, Manchester City just cannot get get it through there. But Ronaldo is reminding United of this is who we should believe ourselves to be. And I, even by him being on the pitch, he's going to demand more from everyone. You're going to have to sprint harder. You're going to have to work harder. You're going to have to give everything. And that's going to be a huge just net positive for United coming coming soon. Man, but it was great to see for football, man. Great to see him just back as a, as a semi-objective football fan. Okay, people, you know, I'm going to have to love you and leave you. I have to uh, actually start doing real work for the day. Don't you hate when they actually make you do, like, real work? Yeah, I have to do real work for the day. And uh, catch you next time. Be good to yourselves. Be good to one another. This is Chima for Chima Chat's foot. We are signing off with the return of Ronaldo. Liverpool getting three against Leeds. Lukaku feasting on Premier League defenders. And it being a great week. So take care of yourselves. And shout out to everybody playing fantasy football. I hope that your lineups are set. And I hope that, uh, you know, you get that dub. Take care, everybody. Peace.